Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's and what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the Best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Big story in the NBA, uh, the Phoenix Suns making some moves. Rob G, come in here because we have I, – I don't want – they're not conflicting reports. But um, – Is there somebody saying that they didn't release them? No, didn't Chris Haynes of Bleacher Report is saying that the Suns notify Chris Paul that he will be waived. Sham Sharani of the Athletic and Stadium is saying that they're, they have talked to Chris Paul, and they're going to work something out. It could be that he gets waived. It could be that they resign him at a lower rate as a free agent. It could be a trade. Um, so those are slightly different. Um, could be stretching his contract out over multiple years, and I assume that, that means keeping right. him. This is a clumsy uh, so yeah. report, okay? This is all over the place. Well, the the one report from Shams has um, the more details. Uh, no, but that's what I'm saying. But the this Suns is... and Chris Paul are exploring multiple options. League sources tell The Athletic, including a trade, waiving and stretching his contract over multiple years, or waiving and potentially re-signing him in free agency, league sources say. If he gets stretched, he will not be back with the Suns. Um, what Rob, what are your thoughts on this? What do you think they should do with the 38 year old Chris Paul? Uh, I would just move forward, move on. Uh, Chris Paul, the problem, Chris, is that you can't count on him come postseason time. He always winds up getting hurt. 
Yep. Um, he's had an unbelievable career. That's not to take anything away from him. But what is your goal? If your goal is not to play in May and June, then Chris Paul's great to add to your team. If it's about May and June, Chris, then I, at 38 years old and a, a slew of injuries, he got hurt this year in the postseason. He got hurt the year they went to the finals. Wasn't he hurt in that postseason too and then got better? But he gets hurt. Yep. And, and I just I, – I, I wouldn't invest in Chris Paul if I'm trying to make a long playoff run. I just wouldn't do it. I agree. I agree completely. And, and Rob, it is a shame – and look, it worked out for Giannis because Giannis has the monkey off his back. Even, you know, this this postseason was embarrassing for Giannis, right? Losing to Miami uh, in the first round in just five games, even though he missed some of those games with injury. But because he won that championship a few years ago and put on an historic performance, you know, it he doesn't catch the flack that he would, correct? It's, but on the other hand, It was a shame for Chris Paul because that was Chris Paul's chance to win that elusive championship. They were up 2-0. Everybody was singing his praises. Top five point guard ever. Giving him his flowers prematurely. I mean, everybody was going crazy. 2-0. They figured, okay, this is in the bag. They never won another game. Yep. That was it. And um, and even Rob, and look, he averaged 14 points and eight and a half assists last year, so he wasn't bad. But he's certainly not what he used to be. And you hit it on the head. I, 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 if I'm trying to win a championship and, and Chris Paul or, or whoever my point guard is, in this case him, is a key part of my team, I can't count on him. I cannot count on him. It's really not... I don't want to blame him. He's 38 years old. He's been injury prone, you know, for a lot of his career. A lot of those Clippers teams, Rob, that didn't, you know, advance in the playoffs with Doc Rivers, some of that was injuries. Chris Paul or Blake Griffin, somebody was banged up a lot of the time. And, um, I mean, I'm looking at Chris Paul's playoff uh, career right now. Rob, 2015 misses two games. Uh, 2016 misses two games. Uh, 2018 misses the last two games of a series. That was when that was another great chance. Remember when Houston was up uh, on Golden State three to two, and then Chris gets hurt in Game Five, misses the last two games. Right. Golden State wins them, and they go on to win the championship. Um, 2021. That's the the one where they got to the finals, missed two games. In those uh, Western Conference Finals against the Clippers. Uh, and then, of course, this year, I missed uh, four games against Denver, the last four games of that series. So, yeah, you, we've said it before, Rob, you don't get healthier as you age. So here's what I think. I definitely think Phoenix should move on. Obviously, you try to, you'd like to trade him. I think that should be your first option, Rob. Because you get something back. And this is a team that needs depth. Right, so I would, that would be my first thing. I'm working with Chris. We're going to try to get you to a nice spot, maybe where you still have a chance to win a ring. Uh, and then, you know, we'll see if we can get some depth for you. So, so Woj is now reporting, Chris, that Chris Paul wants to return to Phoenix, if possible, to play with his close friend, Devin Booker, 
and that the Suns will also explore trading uh, DeAndre Ayton. So, so I don't know, like maybe this was, this was coming down, he was going to be released, and then he said, I don't want to move, I don't want to leave, you know what I mean? I want to play with Devin, I don't want to go anywhere. How can we work this out? I'll do whatever I got to do, you know? So maybe that's, this is why there's all these conflicting reports. Yeah, I mean, what do you think about keeping him? Certainly, you want to keep him at a lower number. Um, I just fear, like, I'd, I'd love him. He's better than Cam Payne, who's the backup, Cameron Payne. Um, but they play at a faster pace with Cameron. And here's the challenge, Rob, with starting Chris. If, you know, he's your best point guard, so you typically would start him. Here's the challenge, though. What if you start him and, like this year, he gets hurt in the playoffs. Now, you've got a backup, but you're used to playing with Chris Paul. And so now in the biggest games and the most important games and really all you're playing for, because at this point it's championship or bust for Phoenix, you've got, you've, you're have got you now playing differently than you played all season. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, I, I, I – I, you got to be careful in pro sports, Chris, not to get attached to people because they're good people and you like them personally. You know what I mean? Like, yep. what, what are you trying to do here? And it's not a, it's no disrespect to Chris Paul, but but this is not a, this is not family and you're inviting somebody to a barbecue or a party right. or no. Right. Like, th- does this work? Do these pick pieces fit? Is he really going to be what we need? Come. The end of the year, you know what I mean, in May and yep. June, yep. and he hasn't been doing that. He doesn't. You're not going to get healthier as you get older. It's exact opposite. Right, right. Yeah, I would. I would be looking, like I said, to trade him. There are other places he can go, where he, you know, he could be in the hunt and have a chance to win. Um, Milwaukee, they got Drew Holiday. You could play those two together. Um, you know, Boston, I don't think Boston, because, again, for them, it's championship or bust. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get him to a team that has a shot at winning. Um, Boston could use a great playmaking point guard. He would fit, but uh, the question I'd be worried about if I'm Boston is will he be there in the playoffs? The team I like, Rob, is Houston. Now, obviously, they're not going to win anything, but they're bringing in a bunch. They have a bunch of young players. And Chris is a great leader. He's a smart player. And he would really teach those guys good things about the league, things that really would serve them well going forward. We saw him do it a few years ago in Oklahoma City. And now, Rob, they're a team on the rise. And I, you know, he, they had a great year with him. They actually, if I remember correctly, they made the playoffs. Um, and he was a big part of that. And he, he helped Shea Gilgis Alexander mature. And uh, now he's a star, if not a superstar. Um, and uh, the other thing in Houston, Rob, is that unlike James Harden, Chris would not take the ball away from the young guys. He would feed them. He'd set Jalen Green up to be a star. He'd set Jabari Smith and Shingoon and all these guys up to be the best players they could be. Uh, if I'm Houston, Rob, I'm not interested in James Harden. I'm, if I'm bringing in a veteran point guard who's going to lead the locker room, 
teach the young guys about winning. I'm now going after Chris Paul because he'll be a lot cheaper too. Like to me, that is a no-brainer for Houston to take Chris Paul over James Harden. You're not going to the playoffs most likely. Maybe you sneak in, but, you know, you're not a contender. So even if Chris gets hurt, you know, it's okay. So that's what I would be looking at if I'm another team. Now, I hear you. That makes more sense. Uh, I know right away I saw a trend in Chris. uh, uh, Chris Paul to the Lakers. That's the first thing that, of course, people – Pushed out there. Yeah, Rob G. Rob G's dreaming about that too. What Rob G is that I mean, he's salivating. You, you would think it could happen because obviously he's close with LeBron. He mentioned wanting to play with his friend Devin Booker. Would he want to play with his friend LeBron James? Again, Rob, my question is where is he in the postseason? And secondly, you already have a ball handler in LeBron, but Austin Reeves is going to handle the ball a lot. Does Chris? Take the ball, you know, I mean, now is Austin Reeves almost entirely playing off the ball if Chris is there. So, you know, right. That's not what you want, though, is it? I I don't think so. I mean, I'm I'm not going to say it's horrible. It might be something worth exploring for the Lakers, but I'd be very careful. Because, again, they're a team that it's really we're trying to win a ring. Nothing else. And so – you know, it's going to be interesting. I think Phoenix, though, should move on because we just talked about it. I, I, you just unfortunately can't count on Chris to stay too healthy. And we saw that this year um, in no uncertain terms. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nikola Jokic is arguably the best player in the NBA right now, greatest player on the planet, but for whatever reason... He doesn't seem to get the kind of notoriety, nor does he seem to want the kind of notoriety a player of his caliber would deserve. And that inspired Dan Lebetard to say on his one of his podcasts that essentially Jokic would be a bigger star and more beloved by NBA fans if he were American, which prompted Kevin Durant to put up a tweet, which he has since deleted for whatever reason, replying to the video saying, quote, I don't think Jokic wants or cares to be a star. He wants to go to work and go home, FaceTime his horses, and hop in the pool. All right. Uh, Yeah, I don't know why KD would take that down. I don't don't think it's, you know, do you think that's an insulting tweet, Rob? No, just people are so sensitive and scared, I guess, today. So Um, I I don't see anything... You know, I get it if it if it was offensive. I don't see what was right. offensive by that. There's right. nothing. I mean, there. I think a, some of it's in jest, some of it's true, but it's in jest. I'm sure Jokic would just laugh that off. But um Rob, I guess if Jokic were an American player, in this case a white American player, 
If he were a white American player, Rob, it, it, let's just keep it real. It would be so unique at this point in time for the best player in the world to be a white American. That hasn't happened since Larry Bird. And that was how, how long ago? That was almost 40 years ago. It was about 40 years ago. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's also cultural. You know, I get that. I, I do. I just think he's... A, no, I agree. A, right? Like, Chris, there's a cultural difference here. He's from a different country. They, they, they What they're into is different from what we're into. They're not... You know, you're in a foreign place. I get it, right? You're in a foreign place. You're not trying to stand up on the table and be and have attention called to yourself. You're just right. out here Your to play. command of the language might not, let's just keep it real. That might it's, make you it, feel it comfortable limits, either. Yeah, right. to some degree, how you're going to be. I mean, I've talked to people who've hung out with Jokic. They said he's a great guy. He's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, Rob, I mean, the language, he speaks English and he speaks it fine, but still, it, you're in a different country. You're, you're, it's likely that you're going to be a tad bit inhibited when it comes to interviews and your public persona and things like that. Um, but look, I, I used to say, Rob, that we, and we talked about it on our show. I wasn't sure if the face of the league could be an international player, but I I've, I've changed my opinion on that because I think Giannis could like if Giannis Rob, instead of the one championship, he's got three right now. I think he'd easily be the face of the league. And he's got some personality. You know, he does his little dad jokes things on social media. He's been in some commercials. Chris, he's, he's got he a, he's a Greek god body. He's a nice yeah. guy. He's got a great smile. Handsome guy. Yep, exactly. Yep. What What is not to like? Right. I mean, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm with you. And, and I also think, Rob, the guy that maybe of the international players might be more suited to be the face of the league than anybody. Now, his game or his success, at least on the court, hasn't reached that level. But uh, Embiid, Joel Embiid, like he is funny as well. He's a practical joker to some degree. He likes the spotlight. He just hasn't been able to get past the second round. <laughs> Forget winning a championship. Hasn't been past the second round, so I think that hinders him. But I do think... An international player can be the face of the league if they have that type of personality. Heck, Mike Trout can't be the face of baseball, and he's American. It's just his personality. Exactly. And then he just wants to go out and play ball, Chris. Yep. He doesn't have much to say. Uh, and, that, and that doesn't mean that Aaron Judge is trying to command respect or you know uh, yelling at people or, or doing anything. He's just a different guy, right? right. Would, would you say right. that? Yeah, he's not absolutely. That, he's not that boisterous. He be, or, he's the face of the league. Right, he yeah. is. Yeah, and, and and Shohei, Rob, and obviously there's the language barrier there, but again, I keep saying that people might get mad. If he was in New York, Rob, I think he's one of the faces of the league, too. He's just too good yeah. and too unique what he's doing. Yeah. So um, I do think, with agree with you, it's more about the personality. I, I look. I, I probably there's something if a guy's American. Um, is there? Maybe he has an advantage. Maybe, you know. Again, at this point, we're kind of getting used to the best players not being American. I'm, I'm talking about the ultra elite. Now, obviously, you still have LeBron. 
You still have Steph, and you do have some great young players. Ja, for all his issues off the court. Uh, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell. You've got great young players, um, but there's no doubt, Rob, when you talk about that upper echelon, I mean, the top three vote-getters for the MVP race for years now have been international players. And so I think we're kind of getting used to them being the best. Um, But when LeBron and Steph are kind of gone or just older, we we might be in a phase, Rob, where there isn't that one face of the league for a few years. For a couple of years, maybe. Yeah, and and it's shared with by a couple of guys. Yep. yep. And that definitely could be the case. Um, and and your uh, point on them being the 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 foreign players, three you know the top three choices for MVP tells you that you just can't overlook their talent. You know what I mean? You can't pick a uh, – they're the best players. And, right. and people will gravitate eventually, Chris, uh, to the best players and the, team and the players that win. It's just like – I get your point with Shohei and New York and what it could do to up his profile. But if somehow he was able to win – uh, in in uh, with the Angels yeah. or, or turn that you know what I mean like people yep. would pay attention yeah and they, they just can't make the playoffs so it's so hard for right. people to really get focused in on them. they're playing better this year they got a record over five hundred but if he winds up in Los Angeles or New York next year Chris it'll be show the six hundred million dollar contract and Shohei all day that's what you no mean. that's true that's true um but yeah. What do you think about Rob if he I brought up, you know, if he were if Jokic was an American, he would be a white American obviously. Do you think that would you know make a guy more pro, uh popular or you know intriguing, marketable, however you want to look at it. If he's like like Jokic, like he's definitively in the discussion for the top 2 three players in the world. Do you think that would be a factor? It was for Larry Bird, Rob. There's no denying it. Like the fact, I mean, he was legitimately great. Yeah, but there was but controversy the with Isaiah. Definitely, yeah. And, Isaiah, and some, a lot of people thought and, when he won Dennis the three Rodman. straight MVPs, yep. three straight MVPs, that that was because he was white. Um, and, and then, you like remember, you said, you know Isaiah and Dennis Chris, Rodman had the issues. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No. What also hurt, I think, and you you remember, you were watching, is that the two announcers for CBS back then, Chris, doing the NBA games, uh, were the Celtics announcers. So who was it? Heinsen? Tommy Heinsohn. Remember Tommy Heinsohn? Yeah. Who played yep. for the Celtics, was a color guy. And wh- why am I forgetting the um, – he does a lot of NFL games. He's retired now. Oh, my God. He's married to Leslie Visser. How, how come I'm, I'm – Tom, oh God, I'll, I'll, I'll get it. Um, but anyway, they were both, Chris, Celtics announcers during the national game. Yeah. So when, when Bird made a bounce pass, they went, went crazy. And right. people were like, my God, he didn't invent the Dick bounce Stockton. pass. Dick, Dick Stockton. Stockton. I didn't right. know he was with the Celtics. Who, Dick Stockton? Yeah. yeah. I remember him well. I mean, he, I thought that? he was great. Yeah. But he was, he was a Celtic. He called Celtics games? Yeah. Dick, oh, I wow. think Dick Stockton, and I know Tommy Heinsohn was their color Heinsohn, guy. of course. But yeah, but I'm almost positive Dick well, Stockton. I'll, I'll look it up, Chris. And I don't want to miss it. It's interesting because Mike Breen, of course, calls games for the Knicks. 
I mean, think about that, Rob. Mike Breen, this is ESPN's and ABC's number one team, right? Mike Breen, Mark Jackson, and Jeff Van Gundy. Van Gundy coached the Knicks. Mark played for the Knicks twice, two different stints. Is from New York. And Mike Breen calls the games for the Knicks. Chris, here it is real quick. In Boston, he called Celtics games for WBZ and Red Sox games for WSBK before transitioning to a mm-hmm. national. So that's why I'm saying. So was that a big, I don't remember that being a big story. Was that a big Not a big story, but I, but I just remember, you know, he had an affinity for the Celtics because he right. worked for them and, and Bird, that's all. Heinsohn is definitely. Oh, he was a Celtic homer. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, but I, I do think that'd be a factor. Rob, I've said it before. I'd still, I'd love to see like a white American superstar in the NBA. Uh, we haven't had a real true superstar in a while. What um, happened to White Chocolate? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was fancy. He had moves. He could handle. Um, the last one was probably who John Stockton, but he was very reserved. His, you know. Uh, Mikhail Stockton, Chris Mullen. Would, I don't know that I'd even call him a superstar. He was a star. Yep. Tom um, Cham- Tom Chambers was a good player, no, but yeah, not. You yeah. know, I'm just saying he yeah. had a high profile, right? Tom Chambers with right. the Suns. I, I wonder about Chet Holmgren. I mean, you know, the thing, Holmgren, and who I like. I, you know, that's the seven foot. I think he's seven three, but seven foot guy, seven two, something like that, for Oklahoma City. And the thing, like, when you watched him, Rob, it was like, my goodness. Like, he's hurt this year, but he'll be playing next year. Here's the problem for Holmgren, and, and they can obviously both coexist, but Wimbanyama is like a better version of Holmgren. Like, everything Holmgren does, it looks like Wimbanyama does better. He's, he's, th- he's over seven feet himself, well over it, seven five. So he blocks shots. He shoots well. Uh, he handles. Like, they play very similarly. It'd be great if Holmgren, I, I like him a lot. Oklahoma City could be a team on the rise. He's with Shea Gilders Alexander. So maybe they could become stars together, and, and you know, that team could be in the mix. But it would be uh, very interesting uh, if that happens and, and just to see the reaction. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob, let's stick with the NBA. Damian Lillard, who's undoubtedly one of the best players in the league, one of the best players of this generation, uh, a future Hall of Famer. He was on the last stand on Showtime. It's a uh, is it a podcast, Rob G, or a show? Uh, I believe it's a, it's a podcast. Yeah, okay, a little bit of both. Podcast but, uh, with video, basically, right? Yeah, here here he is with Brian Custer, the host, talking about his future. Everybody keeps saying Damian Lillard is going to be traded to the Knicks. Damian Lillard's going to be traded to the Heat. Damian Lillard should be traded to the Celtics. Damian Lillard's going to be traded to the Nets. If one of those trades went went through, out of those teams, which one would you be like, ah, that's not too bad? <laughs> Miami, obviously. <laughs> Miami is the obvious one. And Bam is my dog. Bam is my dog, for real. But, I mean, I think Miami the obvious one. 
Brooklyn is obvious one is another obvious one because Mikael Bridges is my dog too. Okay, and by his dog, oh. right? <laughs> I don't know if he meant Miami because they're in the finals or yeah, because the South said, Beach. He said no. Or... I think it was that because he said they're in the finals. That's my, that's the obvious one. So it has to be about where, where they are positioned, right? Yeah, I mean he'd be great there, obviously. Um, different type of player than they have right now, you know, and he. He's not a guy that plays much defense, so he definitely have to step it up on that end of the floor and at least, you know, put in that effort. But um, obviously he'd be great there, he and Jimmy Butler. But, Rob, throughout the podcast, Dame reiterated time and time again how much he wants to stay in Portland. And, uh, Rob, like, he, he really does seem to feel like he's a bit slighted. I disagree. Um, like I but said, he was he, named to the top 75 right. players of all time. How is that being slighted? Dwight a lot Howard of people should do, feel like right. he got slighted. Thank you. Clay Thompson, I'm, who's got Clay what, Thompson four rings. was salty, Chris. Yep. You don't think yep. he was salty? I'm on a, I'm on a, a dynasty type of team. I'm a big part of it. I've made big shots and yep. big moments and I'm not on a, I know he got injured, but he's not happy about that. Right. Remember, remember they slighted? gave him. Remember they gave him, his teammates gave him the jersey number 77? Because there were actually 76 guys picked to that team. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, Chris, could say he was slighted. He made one of the biggest shots, shots in the, in the NBA, NBA history. They yep. came back from 3-1. He has a championship. He's a hell of a player. He He's on the uh, – uh, 50, 90, what is it, 50? Uh, 50, 40, 90. 50, 40, yeah. 90, Chris. He's done it twice. Yeah, Kyrie How? does have an argument because Dame hasn't won a lot either. And Kyrie obviously won a championship, hit the huge shot, averaged 27 points in that series. Uh, and everybody would tell you he's as good. Dame might be a slightly slightly better shooter. I don't know if he's a better shooter. He's He shoots with a little more range. I would take Kyrie over him. I'm going to be honest. If it, I mean, not you, if the, you, not you're right. You're court. saying just straight basketball. Straight basketball. Not off the court, Chris. Not off the court. Hey, look, Kyrie has a better handle. Uh, neither one of them's a big assist guy. It's almost like what's your... What what what's your flavor? You know what I mean? But you're it's right there. And, and the, like you said, the bottom line is you could easily make an argument for Kyrie over Dame uh, on that top 75 team. So I agree, he's not slighted. But, Rob, the respect he wants, craves, seems like, is only going to come if he at least plays on a team that gets close to a championship. Uh, You want to win a championship. It certainly would come then. But... If you just get to the finals and you lead a team and you play on this stage like Jimmy Butler is, then you get that type of respect. But until then, no. And, Rob, here's the thing that Dame understandably doesn't want to admit and the Portland Trailblazers don't want to admit. As great as he is, he's not good enough to lead a team. I'm not saying he can't really be the best player because if he had – another great player who was comparable. They were maybe the same level, but one's a big, I mean, you could theoretically say he's the best player, but Rob, there are only two players, his size. He's six, two. 
Only two players his size to lead teams to championships. Isaiah Thomas with the Detroit Pistons and Steph Curry with the Golden State Warriors. That's it. That's it. It is hard for a small guy. Chris Paul couldn't do it. To lead a team to a championship. And I'm telling you, Portland Trailblazers, whatever you can get with that number three pick, it's not going to be enough. Rob, are they going to get somebody with that number three pick that all of a sudden they're going to be a factor in the West? No. Right. Who are they trying to fool? And Dame, I look, I respect his loyalty and it's admirable and even on the behalf of the franchise. And he's been adamant that he wants to stay in Portland. But there's certain things that come with that. Losing. Not playing in May and June. And not being regarded like Steph. Simple as that. I think that's all fair. Um, And, you know, the woe is me. Nobody, you know, gives me my due or credit. It just... uh, I can't. I, they've given him his due, and and if he if he's happy there, Chris, and he's comfortable, more power to him. More right. power to him. Yeah, one hundred percent. You can't. I can't Here's the thing, though. I think Rob, and I get it. Again, it's admirable, and like you said, it's his life. He's enjoying it in Portland. You know, have at it. But I do think Rob. Let's say he went to Philadelphia, just for the sake of argument. He would be, he would get to Philadelphia. Let's say he got there, played with Joel Embiid, and they won a championship. Rob, he would be thrilled, I think. I think he'd be thrilled. I think he'd love it. And I hearken back to what Kevin Garnett said, Rob. Remember, Garnett was the exact same way. Didn't want to leave Minnesota, right? Loved it there. Great. But when he finally acquiesced and allowed them to trade him to Boston and he wins the championship there, goes to another finals, plays there, I don't know, four, five, six, five, six years, whatever. Rob, he was asked when he was done playing, does he have any regrets in his career? You remember what he said? The only regret I have is that I wish I had gone to Boston sooner earlier. Yep. There it is. He loved it. I, they, and maybe they have talked, but he should talk to Garnett. Because I Rob, I mean, he's done everything individually. There's nothing he could average 37 points next year, and it's not going to change the way people view him unless they made a deep run into the playoffs. Nothing else can change that unless you win, Chris, or at least you uh, put yourself in a situation where people go, man, this dude is something else. Look at what he was able to do. Make a run, get to the finals, get to the conference finals. You know, something of that ilk. And especially even the conference finals. That would be even good enough for him. And he's been there before once. But... You know, it, it, and then Rob, he didn't play we're, well. We're looking, am I right? Do I remember that? He got swept, and he didn't play well in that swept. one that he won. Yeah, um, he's had some big playoff moments, but 
he may, if I remember correctly, he may have struggled in that one. I can't remember the exact uh, numbers and stuff, but we're seeing it right now as we speak. Rob, Nikola Jokic, yeah, he won two MVPs, but there are a lot of people, including yours truly, who didn't give him all the credit he deserved until he led a team deep. He's leading the team to the finals. Now, all, a lot of people, including myself, are saying he's the best player in the world. That's what happens. Ultimately, it's about winning. And so I hope Dame allows them to trade him, or I, I think Portland should just be smart and say, look, Dame, we got a bunch of young guys. We're, we're not there. And, you know, we appreciate your loyalty. We love what you've done for us. A lot of people say he's the best player in Portland Trailblazers history. That's debatable between him and Clyde Drexler, Rob, I'd say. I mean, Bill Walton obviously led him to a championship but didn't play. You know, he had injuries and stuff. But I do. Would you agree that that's debatable? Or obviously, Lillard has the long. Clyde Drexler is a great player for them. Let's not. He led them to what two finals? Yep. That Lost team, to Michael remember? Jordan and Isaiah Thomas. Yep, and they had uh, in that team uh, Buck Williams, Chris. Uh, who was the other guy? Jerome uh, Kersey. They had some good players, but Kevin was the only like real star. Right, right. But I'm just saying, yeah, they had a Duckworth, good squad. Kevin, Kevin Duck, Duckworth, Terry Porter. Yep, Terry Porter was a good player. So that's debatable, but certainly it's between those two. I would say. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 